Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is November 17th, 2021, Wednesday, November 17th. So glad you guys are on today. We uh, we are starting a new book today. So great day to jump on. If this is your first time with us, welcome. If it's your 200th time with us, welcome. Although we haven't technically had 200 podcasts, but uh, morning prayer. You know, this started with uh, morning prayer during COVID in 2020 as a way just to stay encouraged um, because we really couldn't see each other connect started as a Facebook live uh, morning prayer at 7 30 at that time seven days a week for six weeks six weeks we ran it for seven seven days a week at 7 30 and then it then we dropped it dropped the weekend so it's five days a week and then it's uh then about four days a week for hmm, since probably the uh, August of 2020. Yeah. Um, so, so generally it's five days a week though. I usually do do five with the podcast at least not always, not on the Facebook live when we were doing that, but um, on the podcast. Um, but since I've been on sabbatical, it's been strictly on the podcast. I'm on a two month sabbatical. So I'm about, uh, six weeks in so there's only a couple more weeks and then i'll be back so my first sunday back uh preaching is december 5th whatever that i think it's the first sunday in december whatever december 5th i'm looking forward to that starting to get antsy ready ready to get back get around the peoples and uh see see many of you um yeah so i did mention also yesterday that uh starting in december uh or really the first uh, Monday after Thanksgiving. So the Monday after Thanksgiving, <clears throat> which will be the the Sunday, let me say it this way, the Sunday right after Thanksgiving is the first Sunday in Advent. And so we're going to start doing some readings through the Christian calendar, uh, which will be a different way for us to read through the entire Bible. But we'll start in December because in the Christian calendar, December or Advent, not December, but Advent is the beginning of the Christian year. Um, so we'll be reading, uh, we'll start that and there'll, you know, there'll be a nice kind of segue into Christmas cause we'll have some Advent readings, but it also give us a good, nice jump start on a year through the Bible. So, yeah, but I'll be giving you more details about what we'll be using as the guide for that. If you want to pick up a copy of it, um, I haven't been back to the office, um, where my copy of my devotional is, um, uh, to give you all the details. Uh, but when I get it, I may run by there today or tomorrow. Um, but in the next a few days, I'll give you the, all the details if you want to grab that a copy of that. Um, so you'll be ready in December for um, those readings, the first week in Advent. Actually, it's the, I don't think it's even December. It's the end of this month in November is when Advent starts. So um, so yeah, I'll get on that so you guys can, can grab that. Um, yeah, and um, thank you guys for uh, being a part of, as of yesterday, over 10,000 downloads of the podcast. 10,000. So we're on our way on to 20, on to 100,000, whatever. 
<clears throat> 10,000 downloads. That's amazing. It's mind-boggling to me. Um, so, but man, what a blessing. What a blessing. Uh, so glad you guys are a part of it. Uh, some of you guys have been part of it from day one. Some just maybe today, maybe your day one. Either way, we are glad you're here. What we do is we just read, we pray, we change the world. Uh, we read the word of God. We spend about a half hour or less, usually a little less than that. Um, just reading. And then we wrap up with a quick prayer. And then we go out and apply what we've, uh, what God has said to us through his word. Yeah. So the most important person in all of this is God. <laughs> there's there's me, there's each of you, but also with us, we realize there's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, God, is the most important person uh, in this. He illuminates what we talk about. He empowers us to go and live it out. Um, and so we welcome the Holy Spirit into our conversation, into our learning, into our reading. And I welcome you. Thanks for being a part. Today we're on First Thessalonians. Uh, we're going to read uh, this short book this week. Uh, it's only four chapters. We're going to read chapter one today. Um, Thessalonians is First Thessalonians, is particularly is the oldest writing of the New Testament that we have. Uh, one of the the oldest writing of Paul, the Apostle Paul that we have. Um, the church in Thessalonica was just founded by Paul, as we can see from the Book of Acts. Uh, during his second missionary journey, and uh, the church responded quite well to the gospel, um, and this led to some persecution in the community because uh, Rome began to be threatened by this new community who pledged their allegiance to a, not a earthly king, but to King Jesus, and Rome didn't like that. Rome didn't like uh, competing authorities, so they faced intense persecution to the degree that Paul and <clears throat> his comrades had to leave uh, the town and they they went on to Corinth and it's from Corinth that Paul writes back to the Thessalonican Christians encouraging them encouraging them to uh, to stand firm in the face of adversity and trial and um, yeah so so it's kind of cool to go back and see this uh, you know when we read second Timothy, that was the, one of the last writings of the Apostle Paul, or the last that we have writing of the Apostle Paul. Here we have, you know, that was, that was several months ago. Now we go back and we're actually reading the very first letter uh, in the New Testament that we have from the Apostle Paul. So let's do it. It's only 10 verses. So uh, you know what that means. Uh, it shouldn't take us too long. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, that never really has anything to do with anything. <laughs> but no, it should. Only 10 verses. So, you know, really, it should be a little shorter today. But um, let's do it. We read, we pray, we change the world. It's time to read. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, Silas, and Timothy. Remember Timothy, uh, uh, Greek, Greek father, Jewish mother, Eunice. Um, had been taught the scriptures his whole life. And um, his uh, mother was a faithful believer in Jesus. So he was raised around it. So Paul and Silas was, of course, Paul's um, missionary buddy to the church in the, uh, the to the church of the Thessalonians in God, the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So to the church in Thessal to the church of the Thessalonians in God. Hmm. Grace and peace to you. We always thank God. Verse two. We always thank God for all of you. 
and continually mention you in our prayers. Paul's wanting them to know, man, we, we pray for you guys. We haven't forgotten you. We, you know, we're, we're missionaries. We need to go and plant new churches and reach new people who, have, who don't know about Jesus. But I want you to know we, you're not forgotten. Hey, and I want you to know, man, just because I'm on sabbatical, you're not forgotten. <laughs> some of you like, some of you like people maybe, 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 maybe don't care, but some would like, does PT even care? He, he, he goes on sabbatical. I don't know what he's doing. He's laying in a hammock somewhere in a toga. I don't even know what he's doing. Does he even, does he even care about us? <laughs> uh, I don't think he does. Yeah, he, I don't think he does. He just laying in his hammock, reading a book in a toga. <laughs> Most of that is correct. You decide which part isn't correct. <laughs> uh, no, I miss you guys. But Paul's Paul's letting um, Paul's letting the Thessalonians know, hey man, I miss you. We miss you. We think about you. We pray for you. Verse three. Remember, we remember you before our God. I'm sorry, I added words there. Verse three. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm. There's that uh, little uh, um, Pauline trilogy, Paul's little trilogy there, faith, hope, and love. He says, we remember before God our, uh, and Father your what work produced by what faith, your labor prompted by love, your endurance inspired by hope, faith, hope, and love right there. First Corinthians chapter 13 too. These three remain, faith, hope, and love. The grace of these is love. And here we see that embedded in uh, Paul's greeting to the Thessalonians. Your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope. And that last part is just a fact, right? You got to have hope. For endurance, you got to have hope. What keeps you going on is a belief that things will get better, that there's, that there's a reason for what you're doing that you can't quite see right now, but it will come to pass in the future. If you don't have hope, man, it's hard to have endurance, right? You got to know there's a finish line. <clears throat> even even just knowing that there's a finish line. You don't always have to know exactly where the finish line is, but you just got to know there is a finish line. <laughs> you know, and th things will get better. A new day will dawn. This will find resolution. Um, and the great thing about those of us who call Jesus Lord is we know Jesus is the alpha and the omega. He is the finish line. He's the author and perfecter, perfecter of our faith. He, he who began a good work in us is faithful to complete it. He's faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. He's going to work it out. He's going to complete it. There's a goal. And because of that, we can have hope. And that hope prompts endurance. It inspires our endurance to keep going. Verse 4. And that's obviously that's very important when you're going through persecution. You need endurance that's inspired by hope. And the Word of God will tell us in what? Hope in Christ, what? It does not disappoint. It doesn't disappoint because it's rooted and grounded in truth, which is Jesus, and he keeps his word. So today you may be struggling. You may be tired. I get it, man. You may be, you know, you need to know that the hope that you have in Jesus is secure. It will not disappoint. It will not disappoint. Verse 4, for we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that he has chosen you. 
because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit, and with deep conviction. <clears throat> Man, love it. He's, it's affirming them, right? I hope you hear this today. Brothers and sisters, you are loved by God. Loved by God. Now, this ain't one of them countries. They love by God. <laughs> no, it's not. They love by God. No, loved by God. This, is, <laughs> this isn't the hillbilly version. I'm loved by God. <laughs> no, you're loved by God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. This is what you get. This is what you get morning about you get daily podcast, man. You never know what's gonna happen. Um <laughs> if you're not from the South, you probably didn't read it that way. But if you are, you, you said love by God. Now loved by God. <laughs> you are. I hope you know that today, that you're loved by the Lord. He loves you. Verse uh, and he has chosen you. He loves you and he's chosen you. Verse five, because our gospel came to you, not with simply, uh, simply with words, but with power. Yeah, Paul was saying one place, my message was not with wise and persuasive words of human wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, right? That's what gospel preaching is. It's not just wise and persuasive words of human uh, human wisdom. It's, it's, it's a demonstration of the Spirit's power. The Holy Spirit does amazing things transformation in your heart, transformation in my heart is accomplished not by human words, but by a demonstration, by the activity, by the showing off <laughs> of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit's power. You know how we lived among you for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. Wow. And what a testimony about their faith, right? They welcome the message in the midst of suffering. They welcome the message with joy given by the Holy Spirit. This joy, this unspeakable joy, uh, this uh, uncommon, unhuman, superhuman, <laughs> otherworldly joy in the midst of suffering that came from where? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit created that joy. We talk about this all the time. Joy joy and happiness are not the same. Happiness is circumstantial and it's in some ways superficial. Joy is something that's deep rooted. It's in the roots of your being. And it's what it's it's really related to what we were talking about earlier that there's a you can have joy always because it's rooted in this hope that is uh grounded in Jesus and a hope that will not disappoint. So if I have a hope that is grounded in something that will not disappoint, that there is a finish line, there is a reward, there is a uh, um, a victory waiting for me, then I can live through any circumstance, maybe not with happiness. When the deep valleys come, I'm not going to be happy. But yet abiding deep within is a joy because I know that this valley is not the end. It's not the end of me. It's not the end of my hope. It's not the end of my purpose because my purpose and my hope and my life is secure in Jesus. So I can go through all of those trials and tribulations, not maybe not with happiness all the time, but with a deep rooted sort of rhythm of joy. Because I have a hope that does not disappoint it. 
<clears throat> he's an anchor for my soul. He says that about the Thessalonians. They were through deep suffering. They had a joy. And you became, verse 7, and you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. And Achaia. And your faith has been known, has become known everywhere. So because they're because of their faithfulness through suffering and their joy in the Holy Spirit, they had become, uh, the Thessalonians had become a, a, a witness, had become an encouragement to the Macedonian Christians and the Christians in Achaia. Man, do you know you can encourage somebody today by your faithfulness in Jesus? Who is it that's watching your life that just needs to see that there's hope? That just needs to see that, you know, this person can walk through good times. They can walk through victories. They can walk through... Uh, celebrations, they can also walk through difficulties with joy. Who, who in your life needs to see that? Uh, let me give you some examples. Some, some Your kids, there's one. You know, we, we, we teach hope and joy to our children. Um, you know, we, that's why I think in Christian households, we need to be, to be the most, most hopeful people and the most joyful people around. We don't get all you know, with the chaos in our culture, we don't, oh, this is the end of the world. This is the worst thing that ever happened. What are we going to ever do? Oh, no, the government's not cooperating with us. Oh, this isn't going to work out our way. Oh, no. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, woe is me. That should not be the tenor of a Christian home. It's counterproductive. It's not even rooted in the gospel because the gospel is rooted in hope. Now we may not we don't deny what's happening. We we face reality and there may be some things in our culture that we think are counter to the word of God or counter to uh the common good. But we never lose hope. We got to have hope because people are watching and the most important people in our lives, our family, our loved ones, our neighbors, those people right around us are watching about to to see how we model hope-filled living in the face of adversity. You see, these Thessalonians, Paul and Silas knew this because they lived, they were, they were setting an example for the Thessalonians through persecution. They were setting an example. This is how you live for Jesus through persecution. You live with hope, with confidence, with joy. You make the most of every opportunity because the most important thing we do is to live out our faith in Jesus and share that with others. And suffering and hardship and persecution, just like victories and and winning and um Climbing the top of the mountain, both provide unique opportunities to let people know about Jesus. People are watching. Who's watching you today? Your spouse? Your coworkers? Your employees? Your classmates? The kids on your team? The other parents? Who's watching you? Because they're watching to see how you walk through what you're walking through. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. This is talking about their their uh, the message that rang out from the Thessalonians. We don't need to mention it, but they did just mention it. <laughs> it's like I don't need to say anything. I don't need to say anything about this, but I just said something about it. For they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. So you, we don't have to say anything because the, Thessal the the Macedonians and the others are actually talking about you. We don't have to tell. We don't have to tell them about how awesome you guys are because they're saying it themselves. Yeah, you know the Thessalonians are awesome. Yeah, actually they are. 
they tell us how you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Like Paul's there, like Paul was there witnessing to them and shared the gospel with them. Of course, he knows that they turn from idols to God. He was he was instrumental in being used by God and bringing them to faith in Jesus. But here, the the Macedonians are like, hey, Paul, have you heard about what was happening to the Thessalonians? Yeah, kind of do. I was kind of there, but yeah, no, 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 no. Go to, go ahead, tell me. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna believe it. They're turning from idols to God. What? Seriously? Had no idea. It's like new Christians always say this. Like, it's, I love new. I love to be around new Christ, Christians who are discovering the Word of God because they read the Word of God and it's like, whoa! Did you know, Pastor Terry? Did you know that the Bible said that God loves the whole world? <laughs> me, do you believe that? That God. Get this, Pastor. I don't know if you've read this before, Pastor Terry, but there's this verse that says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but could have everlasting life. Did you know that was in the Bible? No, really? Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Verse 10, or I'll read that first part again, but then leading into verse 10, which is the final verse, guys. I told you it was short today. They tell how you turn from to God from idols to serve the living and true God, because the idols are not living and they are not true. Um, there's God and there's everything else. <laughs> if you're, you know, there's no God and I serve God and country, God and I love, I worship God and country, or I worship God and family. I worship, I work, no, 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 no. Worship belongs to only one, and that is God. Everything else. It's an idol. Um, serve the living and true God and wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. Wow. Jesus is our rescue. That's what, hey, that's what Christmas is, is about. A few years, few few days coming. Celebrate Christmas, Advent. The coming of Jesus, he has come to rescue us, as Paul says here, from the coming wrath. What's the coming wrath? God's judgment on sin. God's judgment. And we don't have to fear that day of judgment. We don't have to uh, shake in our boots as we contemplate the reality of that coming day, which is for sure will come. But we don't have to fear it. Why? Because our hope is in Jesus. We've been redeemed. We've been washed. We've been cleansed by Christ's sacrificial death on the cross. He's purchased our sin or he's purchased our salvation. He's paid the debt of our sin. So he has rescued us from that coming wrath. Man, thanks be to God. Man, today, I hope you, hope you receive that joy that you don't have to fear God. You don't have to fear God's coming wrath. And there is a coming wrath, but it is not directed towards you. It's directed towards sin. But because you are in Jesus, like the Passover lamb in the book of Exodus, the lamb that was the lamb's blood that was sprinkled over the doorpost and the death angel passed over those homes uh, who were covered by the blood of the lamb. So Jesus's blood, that Passover blood of Jesus has been applied to our lives through faith. And so when that wrath comes and it will come, it will cross over. Mm, praise God. He rescues us. Jesus is our rescue. This is what his name means. Yeshua. God saves. 
<laughs> That's what his name means. Yeshua. It's in his name. God saves. Yahweh saves. The Lord saves. That's who he is. That's who he is. Man, aren't you glad he saved you? I'm sure glad he saved me, man. Oh, my goodness. What a blessing and joy that is. Just to know um, what he's brought me from. And I'm glad you're part of the family of God, too. Man, I'm so glad. All right, you guys, you know what time it is. It's time to pray. We read, we pray. Change the world. Let's, let's do the prayer thing. All right. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for this uh, this new uh, letter to us that we started today, First Thessalonians. God, thank you for the faithfulness of your church that inspires us to live true to you through um, each and every kind of adversity that's possible. Lord, uh, we thank you for the good times. We thank you for the joys in life. We, and some folks right now are experiencing that. And we say, thank you, Lord. Thank you that things are going well. Thank you for health. Thank you for contentment. Thank you for joy. Thank you for family and friends. We thank you for all the good things. We know that every good gift, every gift, perfect gift comes from the Father above. above. Every good and perfect gift comes from you. We, and we recognize that and we thank you. And we also, Lord, thank you for the adversities in life that in the midst of those, we can have hope. We can endure. We can be inspired by hope, knowing that there's a finish line. This will not be the end of us. <laughs> we will get through it because you do not disappoint. You are good. You are faithful. Lord, I pray that you would encourage each of my friends today. May you inspire them and encourage them and strengthen them. Bless them real good, Lord. Help them today to know that they're seen and loved by you, that they are loved by God. What else? What else is better than that? Lord, we love you and we thank you for all that you do for us. We ask that we might be your hands and feet today in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on. Hope you have a great day. Hope you enjoyed this first chapter of First Thessalonians. Tomorrow we'll jump over to chapter two as we continue on through this short letter. Uh, to the Thessalonians, just four chapters. Hey, if you ever want to reach out to me about the podcast, and I love to hear from you. I really do. I love to hear from you. It's uh, the email for the podcast is Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. As always, thank you for smashing that like button, for commenting, subscribing, all those good things. All that helps us get on to that next 10,000 connections and people who are hearing and experiencing the word of God, which is what it's all about. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here today, right? <laughs> hey, you know what? Even though we sign off this podcast, the Holy Spirit still goes with us. I hope you know that. I hope you experience that and you're aware of that today. God bless you today, guys. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.